You guessed it, pressure points. With your two chancellors for the evening, I'm D. This is AJ. We're coming at you not so live with season two, episode 19, Big Trouble in Little Bhopal. Find us on Instagram and Twitter at Points O Pressure. Let's get rolling. I am so disappointed that you ruined my perfect intro, you son of a bitch. Why are you saying not coming to you live? <laughs> it hit, you I'm just rolling with it. I'm, I'm cruising. I'm feeling great. Oh, my. All right. Well, how's your quarantine been going? Uh, you know, just the usual. I haven't done anything at all. That's fair. Especially with this podcast. I haven't done anything <laughs> we whatsoever. We have posted for like two months. Oh, man. I've just been so depressed with, uh, you know... Everything. Having all this free time and money on your hands? <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh so worst. depressed getting my stimulus check and my tax return. God, this sucks, you know? Awful. I was only able to buy $80 worth of foam splitting it with somebody. It was worth it. It if, was. It was totally if worth it. If you compare our last episode, well, not our last. That was a bad sound. Like, that one was Sound okay. on that one The was one trash. before that. Regardless, if you compare our sound prior to today. Not as good. Things have changed. We've got an, an official-looking studio now, especially with the uh, hanging blanket <laughs> curtain. I was going to say, I really like <laughs> the strawberry sw- uh, smiggles and all the bottles of alcohol in the corner. It, I told you they're a diffuser. Um, yeah. What about you? What you been up to? Oh, absolutely nothing until about half an hour ago <laughs> when I set up the new pressure points merchandise store hey, too Yay. bad we, we should have come up with a theme song ah uh, we should have come up with a better name we should have done something other than set up the pressure points t-shirt well, store yeah that too in preparation but if you have a lot of money if you still have money from your stimulus check <laughs> like if you haven't blown it on hookers and cocaine and sex dolls yeah <laughs> oh god we got to discuss okay that. we'll talk we about that to. after we'll we talk about to. that after the the blurb <laughs> So it's, uh, I should probably know what the website is. It's teespring.com forward slash pressure point. The link will be in the description and on our website and through the link in our Instagram and everywhere. So don't type it in. Only boomers type it in. So yeah, the link's everywhere. And <laughs> Only boomers type it in. Triggered. <laughs> for, the, uh, um, for the first week until Saturday the 23rd, there is a 15% discount. What is that discount code? Uh, discount code is toothpick. Toothpick. Put that in. Buy about five hundred shirts. <laughs> resell them at like a music festival. Yeah, at a higher at a higher cost. We won't be mad about it. Yeah, you can upsell do, yeah. that. We'll eat that fifteen percent. You sell it for the normal cost. <laughs> you can yeah. So profit. Toothpick until Saturday the twenty third. Be there. Be square. Please buy some of these because I'm in a lot of foam-related debt now. <laughs> he hasn't gotten his stimulus yet. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. oh, no. I got it. It just was immediately gone. <laughs> Peace out. Thanks. Bought a kitchen kitch. floor. Yeah. yeah this place bad. looks gorgeous. It's and getting there. the studio looks phenomenal now. This studio is probably the best part about buying this house a month ago. Yeah. Especially the fact that you're now living with your future wife. That's not, that's I mean, not a good perk. 
I was, I've been living with her. Yeah, but now like you have a house. Two years. Now you have a house with your future wife. Oh, well, yeah. That one's, that that's a side oh, note, but no, we've got thing. a real studio now. So. Yeah. No, no. The best thing is this morning I mowed my front lawn. Oh, God. I, I hate woke you. up and that was the first thing I did. I put on clothes and mowed my lawn and it was the best. <laughs> you, was at the least best you put thing. on clothes to oh, mow, yeah. mow your front lawn. I'm, I'm, I'm not an Australian. <laughs> also, I'm not from Florida. Yeah. I mean- did you mow your back lawn too? No, no, no. Okay, you, you're worthless. Not yet. I also cleaned out my air conditioning unit, Ooh. hosed it down, got all the leaves out of it, sprayed this chemical my father bought me to clean out the coils. <laughs> I like these weekly updates on your projects I, on the house. I do too. Yeah, it's 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 endearing. You can all help me by buying some of these shirts. My my weekly updates for quarantine are, what sad shit did you masturbate to this <laughs> I was week, going to say. <laughs> <laughs> What stuff? What did you regret this week? Uh, actually, I regret today going to Reddit and finding that uh, oh, yes. sex doll. What was it called? I don't want to remember, I'll but it was like it. sexdolls.com, and it's so painfully disgusting. It wasn't disgusting. sexdolls.com. It's, I don't care what it was. It was it horrible. It was siliconwives.com. <laughs> <laughs> no, even worse. Shout out. Oh, uh, yeah. Do you think they'll sponsor us? <laughs> I feel like I'm they're gonna, grasping at straws. Them. They're grasping at straws. If we could, even if we got ten percent of their eighteen hundred dollars sex doll. Oh, I just oh, opened my open the link again. <laughs> and it's just an ass. It's so a, bad. A silicon ass. Not even a good ass. Oh, if you click it, it zooms. So. Oh, that's don't horrible. ever go to that website. I mean, if you want to, more power to you. But I'll just give you a quick breakdown. It has options for add-ons. For your sex doll. Oh, yeah. I've got them right here. A couple of which. I'll just spout out a few. Uh, one. <laughs> Can one, I read this? Yeah, read them. Read them, No, please. no. I'm just going to read this one part. And it says, uh, <laughs> look at Dominique from the front and you'll instantly get a hard on when you see her humongous H-cup breasts. No! God damn. H. This is why eight-year-olds have eating disorders. H! Like, oh, my H. God. Oh, uh, Some of the add-ons. So you can. <laughs> I'm going to let you finish your drink. Some of okay. the add-ons are you can make her warm. They will add something uh. inside her that keeps her warm so that it's not like fucking a corpse. <laughs> no, no, not at all. <laughs> She's just going to be lifeless, but she'll feel as warm as a regular body. Like a fresh corpse. Oh, God. Uh, the other was this is AJ's favorite, is you can put a strap-on <laughs> dildo inside. Inside the vagina port. So, <laughs> so that you can... Get pegged by your silicon white. You're now silicon trans, yeah. And then you, I like the option for pubic hair or no pubic hair or in the coffin, the built coffin. in vagina or not built in vagina. <laughs> oh yeah, and a coffin. It's a fucking storage box, which it's it looks like a coffin. I spent too much time on this website, just like, what the fuck is going on here? I gotta close this. I'm already on the oh, list. Oh god. It's so bad. And did you see any of the ones that were like overly like cartoon size? No, I didn't I did not spend very oh, much time God, on this dude. website. I spent like three minutes before I was like, I don't want this. I'm gonna <laughs> go on Pinterest like, to get some weird ads. I saw it and was like, How is this a cult like how is this a culture? Like how is this why? Why How is this a sustainable business? <laughs> yeah, I know. And I looked at the prices. Yeah, like twenty five hundred dollars or some shit. Yeah. All of them almost two thousand dollars. I'd rather just pay ten bucks for a dollar store hooker, <laughs> right? And you can get ten things. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. Oh God, yeah. 
pure trash. I oh, I hate it hurts our me. World. Yeah, thank God. For I thought those were things that you could only buy on the dark net. <laughs> no, I'm disappointed <laughs> in, the in humanity. Net. Yeah, this is worse than Rule Thirty Four. <laughs> oh man, so uh, we quick... should do Rule Thirty Four of us. Oh no, it's just voices um... fucking. <laughs> disembodied voices. just us moaning back and forth across <laughs> this new table um yeah so quick segue into our subject for the for the day by the way i'm i'm sorry if uh any of that stuff was made your ears bleed that we discussed there but we I really mean, know how to you, turn away new listeners yeah i was gonna say if anybody tunes in like fresh on this episode they're not they have no idea what the fuck we're about they're not coming back but i mean that's the start of every episode well yeah yeah, this is why. <laughs> never mind. I was going to say this is why we're not growing, but we're actually growing really well. Yeah, I was so. going to say we're doing all right. Um, this episode, like I said, Bhopal, which I actually looked up how to pronounce this correctly because I was tired of not being able to pronounce the names of things in our episodes. Uh, so, Big Trouble and Little Bhopal. Now, so Bhopal. Bhopal. Is what does in, this have to do with the clergy? What clergy? You know the Papal. Papal. You know, the Vatican with the Papal? Nope, nothing. Doesn't have, nope. Mm. I'm not going along those lines. Mm. We're talking about Bhopal, India, baby. Now, before I get started, once again, which is usually my go-to, there are two things that I'm going to start with my intro. Two chemicals that you should know about. Now, the first one is methyl isocyanate, which methyl isocyanate is 500 times worse than hydrogen cyanide. If it's not kept in spotless refrigerated conditions, it can react explosively with itself, um, which is why a lot of chemical engineers recommend you store it in really tiny quantities or just not at all. It's corrosive to the eyes, respiratory tract, and skin. So it's like a chemical coronavirus. Uh, <laughs> and it causes pulmonary edema, which is- Oh, that's fine. Yeah, just liquid in the lungs. So no big deal. Yeah, no. Number two, I'm going to refer to this one as phase two, is carbon tetrachloride. Carbon tetrachloride. Jesus Christ. I, carbon I, tetrachloride. I fucked it up. I fucked it up. You Googled I, it. I could I could pronounce Bhopal, but I can't pronounce this one. How do you spell Bhopal? B-H-O-P-A-L. Okay. That makes sense why you Googled it then. I was like, B-A-P-A-L. <laughs> Bhopal. Bapple. Bapple. Uh, so carbon tetrachloride causes fatty livers- and liver cell destruction, um, and this is if it's consumed. So it's booze. Uh, but on like a cellular level, like it, it's way worse than just oh. drinking alcohol. Also causes kidney failure. Solid. And if you're consuming it frequently enough, you get vomiting, headaches, and dizziness. Yeah, nothing wrong with any yeah. of those. But there are other symptoms that I'll get into when I talk about phase two. So referring to phase one. Phase one starts now. Um, <laughs> You're awful. <laughs> I'm the I worst. need to get that screaming. I fucking hate myself. That's what one of the t-shirts is going to say. It's going to say, D is awful. That's all it yeah. is. <laughs> or I fucking hate myself. D. D. <laughs> so in Bhopal, India, 1984, Union Carbide Factory was working with methyl, methyl iso... Oh, my fucking God. I shouldn't have done this. I shouldn't have done it. Why did you do so. this? They were working with methyl... Oh, my God. Methyl, <laughs> Methyl isocyanate, which, if you remember what I was talking about, they kept it in a huge tank in Bhopal. Bhopal, goddammit. 
the size of a steam locomotive. Now, that's fine. That's just fine. No big deal. Nobody cares. As long as you have a slightly larger than a steam locomotive refrigerator. (laughs) All right. So they, so UC, that's Union Carbide Factory. I'm just going to call them UC throughout this. They had been wanting to sell their company to Brazil or Indonesia because what? Indonesia. Indonesia, whatever. Indonesia. I'm I'm fucked up on all this coffee, man. I'm going crazy. So- uh, they wanted to sell because they couldn't really afford it. So they started to cut costs. Now, over four years, so from 1980 to like 1984, uh, they cut the MIC unit in half, which is the methyl isocyanate. They cut that in half from 12 people handling it to six. They cut maintenance for that same area from six people to two. Oh, that's fine. And then the control room had one operator over 70 panels and indicators and controls, which were mostly faulty throughout like the entire four years. Uh, their safety training was reduced from six months. How, how much do you think they'd reduce their safety training? In half. In half? So In they half. reduce it from six months to three months? To three months, yeah. So their safety training was reduced from six months to two weeks. Oh, God. <laughs> and they changed their like their little, oh, hey, these are safety things that we go by. They changed all of those from Indian to English, and most of the people they hired didn't speak English. So they're like, oh, these are our safety sayings, and they can't even – they don't even know what the hell it means. And then UC started boasting – Oh, we've saved $1.25 million, but I mean, we don't really have anything left to cut. So they hit their $1.25 million in savings, props to them, in literally just tanking employees <laughs> and safety. And they said, the only thing that we can really save on is if we cut back on our refrigeration for the MIC tank. Yeah, and there's nothing, there's no problem with Guess that. how much they were saving every day by reducing. How much? Guess. Just $2. No, they saved $37 a day. That was it. That's it? That's all they were saving was $37 a day, which was just amazing. That adds up. Oh, yeah, totally adds up. That's a couple thousand bucks. Who cares about safety and like controlling a very volatile chemical? A large batch of volatile No big deal. (laughs) It's just the size of a fucking train. That's fine. (laughs) Nothing could go wrong here. So based on this, I'm sure you're thinking- this could never be as bad as as Chernobyl. No, 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 not at all. Not at all. This would be just fine. Yeah. This is this, this will is never regular... have far-reaching impacts on like the environment. Or this is a normal health. Tuesday afternoon. Uh, so in 1982, they had gotten a safety audit by the U.S. Thank and this God. was in their their during their cuts. Now the safety audit they had found 61 hazards, 30 of which were critical. 11 of which were in the C- the MIC unit. Jesus. 11 critical hazards in a volatile chemical area. No big deal. I mean, no, no, that's who fine. gives a shit? It's just, it could kill a bunch of people. I mean, it could melt out your eyeballs, but it's eh. fine. It's, it's okay. Fine. They got two maintenance people. <laughs> so there was a whistleblower that tried to notify the chief minister, and he said, investigate before Bhopal turns into Hitler's gas chamber, was his direct quote. To the chief minister. Um, Now, December 2nd, 1984, two years after their audit, which they didn't change anything with their audit. All they did was continue cutting costs. On December 2nd, 1984, it was like 11.58 p.m. It's night. Everybody's asleep. And 
none of the safety systems at UC were working. So the sirens weren't working, like literally nothing was really going on concerning safety there. And all of a sudden a white vapor started coming out of the MIC tank. And as it was evening and with the wind, that gas started to kind of settle down over Bhopal. Bhopal. That's fine. Uh, Started to settle down and some people woke up coughing. Uh, They were counting like... Our lungs were kind of burning, but it felt like like we would we would turn to our kids and say, "Hey, it's okay. Somebody's probably just burning uh, chilies. It's all right. Like, just go back to sleep." So then people started waking back up with their eyes and noses watering, their lungs burning, and some of them just woke up and started like puking everywhere. <laughs> that's that's fine. It's probably just stomach bug. Uh, and at that point, a lot of people were like, "What the hell?" Because it wasn't just like this mysterious, like, oh, really thin white mist. It wasn't like carbon monoxide, the invisible killer. This shit was literally a white smoke that was settling over the town. And so people were recounting that they would get out of their house and they couldn't even see the street lights. It would just Damn. be like a brown glowing dot in the distance because this fog was getting so heavy. And this fog is just literally like it's burning their skin their eyes are burning and like it's disintegrating their fucking bodies and their <laughs> lungs so people wake their kids up they're like we need to go we need to get out of here so they start running out of their homes and because cows and dogs were getting affected by it as well people are getting trampled by like panicked cows that are just running oh, through geez. the streets trampling people uh, they were saying that you couldn't go anywhere without having to like step over dead bodies or like people that could barely move because of the pain. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, no big deal. <laughs> so there are people that are just drowning in their own body fluids. No big deal. Just a regular Tuesday, like I said, yeah, right? Yeah, totally fine. <laughs> now, one woman, she was carrying her son and she was trying to hurry to get to her, her father who was on a truck that was like, come on, come on. So she sets her son down because she was pregnant and she starts to miscarry in the street Oh God! on dead bodies. She's literally just sitting there fucking miscarrying with how heavy this smoke is. It's just burning through everything. Burning through the yeah, womb. Yeah, God. Um, and so the, the grandpa, he just grabs his son or his grandson. He's like, all right, let's get the hell out of here. <clears throat> They start driving away, and he looks down, and he realizes that the boy he grabbed wasn't his grandson. It's just some <laughs> random kid because of all the chaos that's going on. Um, and, I mean, survivors came out with, like, because after this, obviously, there were a couple people that survived. Well, a lot of people. But if you made it out alive from the first night, generally, you'd come out completely blind, or you'd come out with emphysema, or, like, pulmonary embol- uh, edema. It was horrible. (laughs) Yeah, no, no, that's fine. Absolutely terrible. So 2,500 people died that night, just that night. That's like, I I can't even fathom. Like that's so many, that's that's, uh, everybody who's listened to our podcast (laughs) up to this point. Yeah, exactly. That's a lot of people. Well, I think so. (laughs) Yeah, I mean. That's a lot of people. 2,500 bodies in the street that are poisonous. They're just sitting there and if you touch them, it you can be transferred, yeah. yeah. 
And on top of that, you can't even go back into the city because of how bad this gas is. It's not just going to go away overnight. Yeah, it's still lingering. Yeah. So 8,000 people have died over the course of two weeks from when it happened. So 2,500 that night, 8,000 over two weeks. In 2008, or sorry, not in 2008, in 2019, they had announced that 570,000 people have been injured over the course of the what? Like 36 years that it's been going on because oh, so people are still... still being affected by it. So it it's so it's not just a gas. So it's also like getting onto surfaces. It's contaminating this surfaces. This is phase two that I'll talk about. Oh. Um, but yeah, it is. It's like okay. so it's this not just gas. The is... wind's going to blow and it's going to go into the atmosphere and it'll be fine. It'll diffuse yeah, out. Yeah, because it's, it's is... sinking and it's settling into the, the soil. It's like covering parts of homes, their mm-hmm. bodies that they're having to move and get out of there because they didn't they didn't permanently evacuate Bhopal like they did in Chernobyl. But this was before Chernobyl. This is oh, okay. before everything happened there. And it's like, what the fuck were you guys doing? Like, and I'll get into what like the response was. Mm-hmm. So the current death toll is is at twenty thousand people. Um now when UC was approached about it, they said they weren't going to reveal the, uh, what gas leaked due to it being a trade secret. Yeah. That's a fucking cop out. And because they said that, doctors weren't able to yeah, to diagnose what was going on because they don't know what chemical is doing this to these people. Now, the oh, fact shitty. that like I'm going over MIC is really – you could say that it's, oh, like he's assuming, but – for the most part, it's, it's entirely likely that it was MIC, even though they haven't come out and said, oh, yeah, it was MIC that was leaked. But, like, it, it's consistent with MIC. Yeah, person. exactly. <clears throat> so, um, one of the guys had come out that they interviewed after everything had happened, and he said, when my breathing is normal, I feel like living. But when it becomes heavy, thinking stops and absolute pain takes over. I've become worthless. And uh, a little while after that interview, because they're not able to to treat all this because- That would overwhelm any system. They can't afford it. Like when you, you can't go into work because you're literally dying like horribly yeah. every single day. When you're breathing, it's killing you. So you can't go to work at a regular job. Well, even then it's like, it. that's too much to handle even, you know, yeah. in a, even with like a- with any kind of medical system, it would be completely overwhelmed with that kind of, <laughs> yeah. with an entire town just showing up. Like, yeah, seriously. And yeah, nobody. So could a lot of people, I'd assume, just never went in. They never went in to get treated for anything because they're like, well, we can't afford it, and they don't even have beds for us. So um, a little while after he had done that interview, he had set himself on fire because he was so tired of it. He. Like, well, this is the this is easier. Yeah, it's better really to burn though. to death yeah. than keep doing this shit. And keep breathing, like fuck. Yeah, that's that's decent. I'd now, a um, hundred thousand people remain ill in Bhopal today, Jeez. which just like what the what the hell, man? I a hundred thousand people are still sick, and they won't won't tell us what chemical it was. Yeah, and they're still not coming out and saying which chemical it was. Um, so you see, uh, they had gone through like 
all this shit. Like people were like, oh, you need to shut down. But they had all these different companies across the world. And Dow ended up buying them, which I won't get into all the politics of like and like Dow Industrial purchasing them and all that. But what had happened was they had shut their factory down, but they never went in to like clean things up. They never went in to remove things. They just like, all right, close the doors. Don't come back to work. So you have all these other untreated yeah. chemicals. Yeah, let's just leave all these chemical vats in here. One Hope of the which, electricity stays on. One of which was carbon. I'm going to fuck it up again. You're going to fuck it up. Carbon tetrachloride. I did not. Good fuck job. It. So one of which was carbon tetrachloride. It's not being handled properly. And the area has gone through multiple floods over the last, like not recently, but over the last few years at the time, it had gone through floods. And when you have an industry that's not being maintained and an area that's being flooded, what happens? Your groundwater gets infected. I was going to say, shit gets fucked. It infects your soil and then it's just going to continue moving down because it's in the water now and it moves down and it gets into the groundwater. So... Uh, it's just like, what the hell? Now, uh, carbon tet tetrachloride is, it's like an oily substance that it can be a gas, but in this instance, it was a liquid and it got into the groundwater. Uh, in 1989, they had determined that the water was toxic to fish in the area. Toxic and, to the things that live in it yeah, all the time. Yeah, literally. Uh, they determined over 100 wells in the area were deemed contaminated. Uh, 21 areas had water that they'd been drinking over the course of five years that was they thought was okay, but people would drink it and they would get dizzy and they would get sick and then their livers would start failing and oh, that's fine. they're puking everywhere and they're like, uh, what the hell? And then the water kind of started tasting metallic. And it had kind of a chemical smell. And that's when they were like, okay, there's something wrong going on. So five years later, after they've <laughs> yeah, just been exposed five. this entire time, uh, the vegetables in the area were contaminated as well because yeah. it's in the soil. Cows that were eating the grass were starting to get contaminated because of it. <clears throat> and so at one point, there were some women that found out they had contaminated breast milk and their Jeez. babies are just drinking contaminated breast milk like it blows my mind i was reading this article i was like what the hell it's just it's like oh here's this bad thing that happened you're like all right it's gonna turn around it's like and now here's some worse shit another that happened. One. you're like yeah. oh god it just doesn't stop hey that's like our show <laughs> yeah some bad things happened with season one and then it got way worse because you had to deal with more than 10 episodes in season two exactly and it was weekly and it just keeps getting worse <laughs> It's all downhill from here, baby. Oh, yeah. Christmas was our peak. Oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, I mean, the EPA came in and they determined that it was completely unfit for cons consumption. They're like, do not drink your water at all. And <clears throat> the chemicals found in the water supply had included mercury and lead and chloroform <laughs> that you're just drinking. On a daily oh, that's basis. Fine. You're microdosing. Not knowing I'm going to microdose yeah, chloroform. <laughs> microdose chloroform lead. You'd oh. never get kidnapped. Like somebody oh, tries yeah. to microdose or they try to kidnap you with chloroform and you're like, huh. Like, this is fine. 
Why is this rag just wet with tap water? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that reminds me of my water. <laughs> ah, it's a nice scent of home. <laughs> God. Oh, Lord. Um, the India Supreme Court had come out and they ordered the state to supply clean water. And a year goes by. Nothing happens. So these women go to the go to the government offices and they're like, hey, we need clean water. Just take a wild guess what happened. They didn't get clean water? Uh no, they were beaten savagely by the police. And the, like they go, they're like, hey, we need clean water. And the police are like, fuck you, and just start beating the shit out Jesus. of them. Uh so fuck you for wanting clean water. <laughs> right. The best part is, this is where it gets really rich. Is a couple weeks later, the state comes out and they show this huge, these big plans for Bhopal. And it's a $120 million plan. Well, that's not bad. That's doable. To decorate the state with oh. fountains and badminton courts. Not to do anything with oh the water. Oh, my God. I know. You're like. Just like, fix the water. <laughs> what is this, Flint, Michigan? Yeah, God's God. sake. <laughs> really, though. I, like, it. it Blows my mind. They're just blatantly. Oh, these people are dying. Whatever. Like fuck them. Like, oh well. This realist. We're gonna scoop up a bunch of this land for really cheap prices <laughs> when everybody's dead and there's no next of kin. Right. We're gonna sell it to rich people. Put in a badminton oh, course. Jesus. Like, oh, why don't you just move down here? <laughs> Doesn't change anything. They're already poisoned. It's it's literally in their breast milk. The kids are being poisoned at a super young age. What do you expect? Jesus. It's lead poisoning all over again. <laughs> um, they, oh, what was his name? I, I didn't write his name down, but one of the guys that worked with, like, within the government went to the the plant. And he walked in and he was like, oh, yeah, everything's fine. And he even went on record saying, yeah, it's not a big deal. Like, I touched a couple things and I feel fine. Like, it's not an issue anymore. The, the abandoned factory? Yeah, he went into the abandoned factory and he was like, oh, yeah, look, like, here's the the thing. And he's like, I touched it and I'm not sick. And so there was a reporter that came out and he was like, saying that you just touched it, saying that you touched the tank is basically like saying, oh, yeah, I touched a cigarette, but I didn't get I didn't get I lung didn't get cancer. Lung cancer. <laughs> it's just like, wow, you are really special. Uh, there were a couple journalists that went to the the plant itself and they did – readings and scans of everything but they got so fucking sick they had to be hospitalized like and then even in the hospital with how heavy and dense like because they weren't changing the water or anything they're mm -hmm. still getting infected while they were in the hospital Jeez. struggling to recover from all of it and it's just like this guy's like oh yeah i touched a couple tanks i feel just fine it's fine <laughs> i was in there for like 15 minutes <laughs> if dick. i was gonna get sick i would have gotten sick we pulled up the truck. I hopped out, photo op, and hopped back in the truck. I feel great. Yeah. I, I held <laughs> my breath the whole time. So in 2009, EPA went back in, and they determined that the carbon te tetrachloride levels were 4,880 times the levels that are acceptable in water. Is that all? Yeah, that's it. Now- that's, that's a mild contamination. Yeah, it's not a big deal. Now, that was 10 years ago. They've determined that in the last 10 years, that has gotten seven times worse than it was in 2009. So it's still leaking. 
Yeah. It, it's like, still... It's just still... Contaminating. The, yeah, it's still, still contaminated. People are still drinking it. And it's even worse than it was before. It's like, Jesus. what the hell is wrong with you? What is... Blows my mind. Well, they have some great badminton courses. Yeah. Great badminton courses and some phenomenal fountains to sit by. Just don't drink them. Yeah. Don't drink if the water. If it splashes in your fountain. mouth, you're done. If it splashes on your body, you're fucked. Yeah. Uh, however, on the happy side, I'll end this with a, a, a happy note, is the uh, the reporting agency that did all this, they had set up like a foundation that had raised money and the donations had gone to building uh, – a hospital in Bhopal strictly for like all these chemical infections and everything um, completely free to anybody that was going in. You would show up with like symptoms and they treat you for free, take care of you. Entirely. And then you go back home and start yeah. drinking. And then the you water go back again. home and you just chug it. They're like, oh, make sure you're drinking water and taking your medication. And you go back home and you're right back into it. <laughs> yeah. Good old Bhopal, man. Good old <laughs> what Bhopal. a mess. So what does that have to do with priests molesting children? I have no idea what you're referring to. You don't know what the papal is? No. Really? Oh, I thought I, you were I just really joking. Don't. I've been no. joking about this all day and I thought he was just shitting with me. No, I have no idea. Oh. You were like, oh, what about the clerics? I was like, what the fuck? Like, what are you talking about? You know, the papal, the pope. I know the pope. The Vatican. I know the Vatican. Yeah. But no. That's all. It's a, it's a it's a bad joke. It's a bad joke that I've strung out over. I hate you. Oh, five hours. <laughs> this whole time I was like, I don't know what he's talking about, but we'll get into it. I'll tell him about Papal. <laughs> nope. Now I'm not going to. Oh. oh, my. But yeah, such a trip, dude. So no no plans on cleaning it up? No plans on – did you find anything on how to get clean water from it? I mean, you can't boil that out. <laughs> then it just turns airborne. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I wonder what it would take to – to actually filter it out. I'm like that's sure. got to be a pretty intense filter. Probably the same thing it would take to clean the water in Flint, Michigan. Oh, that one's easy. Just <laughs> replace the pipes. <laughs> oh, God. This one's probably the same. You know, get everybody out of there. I'd assume that in this case with how dense the – not dense, but like how infected the groundwater is, there's just no chance of – of salvaging that whatsoever. Yeah, no. It needs to be burned to the ground. It would just be everybody get out of Bhopal. Like yeah. that's, that's can't the even, extent. Can't even let it return to nature because all the animals are going to get fucked up. But we'll we'll be okay to move back into uh, Chernobyl in a couple of years. It's no big deal. Oh, yeah. For sure. <laughs> Have you seen the, the booze they made out of grain from the exclusion zone? No. Why? Why is that a thing? Well, you don't get radiation from it. It's been processed down that you're fine. You won't be irradiated. But I really want to buy some. But they've only made like two bottles so far. Oh I want it. It's called uh, because those are the only two bottles that aren't irradiated. I think it's called something like Atomic with a K, something <laughs> like that. It's it looks good. It's vodka, of course it is. Of course it's vodka. And why wouldn't I, it be? I if I had money, I would pay a pretty penny for that. You do. You got your stimulus check, you piece of shit. Now that's gone. <laughs> and that's plus, not a lot of plus money. Plus the shipping for. For Russian vodka would yeah. literally be as much as your stimulus. It would come check. in a lead box. <laughs> oh God. Um that that kind of reminds me of that town. I think it's in Ohio somewhere. Have you heard about the abandoned town in Ohio? Mm -mm. 
I mean, I bet there's more than one, but this one specifically, I'm God, it's Ohio. Sure. Like, yeah. Everybody wants. I'm pretty to be sure there. it's Ohio. I may be completely wrong, but basically, they had a they did a lot of coal mining. It was a coal mining town for a while, and pretty sure it was in the 60s or the 70s, but it could have been earlier. They some people noticed like, hey, they these kids have kind of lower test scores than normal. <laughs> What's going on with that? They, They're they from Ohio. What did you expect? <laughs> they don't have lead poisoning, but for Ohio standards. Oh, God. These yeah. kids are idiots. So they, they're like, they don't have lead poisoning. What's going on with this? They've been burning their trash for oh, no. a long time. But the problem is the trash burning lit an underground coal seam <laughs> that went right under the town. So the town is like literally burning from underneath sinkholes will just open up into fire and it's (laughs) a slow moving burn it'll burn for like another 300 years or something it's like a fucking tire fire dude yeah it's it's forever it's an underground tire fire i've seen some videos (laughs) of people going in there with masks and stuff on but like you'll just there's a playground and then from the sand smoke is rising or like just, it's just in, like you're in a on bush, the, you're on smoking. the slide and you just stop halfway through and look behind you and like everything is just <laughs> stuck on your back. You're like, mom, mom, help. Get me out of the slide, mom. No, it's crazy. Oh, Apparently there are Lord. still people who live there. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Like old people. I don't know why you would ever do that to yourself. Well, but... because it's like retiring to Florida. It's so much warmer there. <laughs> it's, except it's better because you don't have to deal with the meth. <laughs> you don't have to deal with the meth and the crazy Floridians. Yeah, exactly. You just have to deal with shitty depressed Ohio people. <laughs> I drove through Cleveland one time. Oh. It was fucking miserable, dude. Like, you're just driving through. You're like, how would anyone be happy here? If you're from Cleveland and listening to this, I'm not going to apologize to you. Well, I will. I'm sorry that your life sucks so fucking bad. My grandfather's from Cleveland. <laughs> well, well he's in that area. He was from Cleveland. <laughs> was. Until he moved out and he's like, this is bullshit. He, he's an interesting guy. I'm going to start sharing some of his stories on some of these. As a little end cap, because they're he's got some good good stories. He's got a weird memory where he can remember what he was wearing, what they ate that day, the exact day, like down to the hour. Well, because that this what event else happened. is there to remember when you're in Cleveland? Well, he worked for the FBI for a few years. He was a cop. Oh yeah, I remember he was you a, telling me about a, this. An engineer on the railroad. He worked for a for the union on the railroad, I think. So, Ohio, mm-hmm. Great Depression. He his uncle needed money world war ii broke out oh god and he wanted to join the army basically because then he wouldn't be a burden on his family and he would get food yeah like that was the reason that's what i hear is a lot of people's reasons back then yep you you get food like and you can send your money home to your family and you're good like yeah at the time that's a good deal seriously so he unfortunately he was like six foot five (laughs) And 120 pounds. Stuck out like a fucking sore thumb. Well, he he couldn't, like, he couldn't pass the weight mm. for to join the military. Oh. So what he did was he went down to, like, the market where there were some uh, food stalls and things like that. And he found where I think, I'm trying to remember, it's a little foggy, but I think a fruit seller had thrown away some, like, old bananas. Oh, God. But, you know, if you if you get caught from the fruit seller stealing the old bananas, he's like, no, you buy that for me. If you're willing to buy that, you need to pay me if for it. If you're willing to eat it, you buy it. So he – something to the fact of he got caught 
stealing these crappy old bananas. Oh, no. And the cops chased him. And this was in Cincinnati at the time. Oh, okay. Cincinnati, I guess, isn't so bad. It was during that time. <laughs> so they, uh, yeah, he, he ran from the cops, successfully avoided them, went to a city fountain, ate an entire bushel of bananas, and every bite he would take a drink from the public fountain. What the fuck? <laughs> and then he, until he was sick. Oh, God. And then he went and weighed in, joined the military. Got his beans for the evening. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> Completely unrelated to the rest of this show. That's amazing. But... Yeah. My, I believe my grandpa lied about his age by one year so that he could join the Air Force because they wouldn't let you join unless you were 18. And he was 17 at the time, and he was like, yeah, I want to go shoot some Nazis. Nazis? Some Nazis. Uh, so he told him he was 18. They let him in, and, yeah, he would fly around, shoot down bridges and shit. He had some good stories. We could do an episode talking about I'm sure we World could. War II family stuff. My great-grandfather was involved, and he was a cook in the in the military. Jesus. He was in Iceland. What the hell? They had POW camps in Iceland. Is this World War One? World War Two. Two. So they, he, uh, so to give a little bit of background, they would do, they would put POW camps near very important like laboratories or munitions factories or oh. storage or things because then the enemy wouldn't bomb their own POW camp. Yeah. So he would he was deployed at in this Icelandic place which they actually did a lot of research for the Manhattan project at that camp. He was completely uninvolved, but it's cool that he was like so kind of nearby. So he says he wasn't involved. Yeah, so he says. Well, he was the chef and uh apparently they were like retreating at one point from their camp. They were moving mm -hmm. the camps. Yeah. to another location and they were running because people like the the area was being bombed jesus but it was before he got done with breakfast so he was making biscuits <laughs> in the back of a truck and people would run up and he just throw them off the skillet <laughs> throwing biscuits yeah out. as they're retreating <laughs> jesus what a trip it's yeah there's there's some weird ones we'll have to oh, talk man. about this more yeah, we'll have to we'll do an episode on them. So yeah, I we'll I talk finally... about doing an episode and then we'll never no, do no, it. No, never. We'll just keep talking about it. <laughs> but uh yeah, I guess all these things are related because they all involve a man made hellscape. Yes. Cincinnati, just <laughs> Cleveland, World War Two. <laughs> Iceland in nineteen forties. Bapal. <laughs> and Bapal, yeah. It's all linked somehow. That's up to you to figure it out. Yeah, that's your job. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you got anything else? Discount code toothpick. Find the link in the description. Buy a, buy a shirt, buy a mug. There's some sexy yeah, mugs. Yeah, there's some hot mugs. Um, AJ over here was like, oh, yeah, we'll put it on straight. I was like, yo, tilt it. And it looks. Yeah, I, would, I tilted as it as a joke. <laughs> Just and to then fuck it looks really good. And then it like turns it. We go to the display and I was like, oh, damn, that looks clean. Um, but yeah. Buy, uh, buy some leggings, hoodies. Yeah. Uh, what else we got on there? You can get a fist on your ass. This is true. If we, so how this, this website works that we're going through, the more we sell, the more products that we have access to. So like if we sell a couple of things, they'll let us make like sports bras or swimsuits yes. and things like that. So please, for no other reason than to just let me make a sports bra <laughs> with our branding on it, please buy something. <laughs> I don't even, I don't even care about the money. We're giving you the discount code. It's not about that. It's about making sports bras it's strictly so that it. we can just make product and put it out there because we find it hilarious yes i don't give a shit about the money yeah no <laughs> <laughs> i love it well, oh man uh i think yeah just 
follow the link. We'll have it on Instagram. Uh, we'll probably throw some reminders up on on Instagram as well. I'm going to actually post something on there. Yeah, right. First time <laughs> in like two months. It's fine. I'll post something on Twitter at some point. After <laughs> I'm the sure sale, you will. After the sale ends. <laughs> yeah, after. <laughs> hey, this ended on Saturday. <laughs> but yeah. Hey, if you ordered two days ago, oh, you could have gotten 15% off. <laughs> Too bad. So sad. Oh, well, thanks for tuning in, guys. As usual, find us on Twitter and Instagram at Points O Pressure. And we'll see you next week, baby.